0: you're listening to the influencer marketing show presented by the out loud group the podcast that discusses all things influencer now to your hosts joel and brad
1: hello from detroit i'm brad i'm joel and we are excited to have you with us here today thanks for joining us we we appreciate it uh you haven't yet go ahead and click the subscribe button if you're listening on podcast and Follow us on YouTube if you think we've earned the subscription. All right. Uh, you can decide that at the end. But for, for now, uh, we want to dive into a topic that you know, a lot of people are talking about now, which is influencer seeding. So as a starting point, Joel, what the heck is influencer seeding?
0: Right. Very, very simply, you're a company, you have a product and you send that product to various influencers that you have identified. No strings attached, no requests, no talking points. Uh, Obviously, no financial transaction, and you basically uh, are just saying, "Hey, if you like it, you know, and talk about it, that's great. If not, that's cool too."
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like with this approach, right? I mean, it's first, there's zero cost that you're actually paying the the creators. Um, In theory, only creators who like the product are going to actually do anything.
0: Self-selecting audience.
1: Yeah, there's two two levels of self-selection, right? One is only those that are interested will say yes. I mean, the product. And then, of those who you send it to, only those who like the product presumably are going to talk about it. Now, you could go south with that in terms of the creator could hate your product and go off on it, but most probably wouldn't do that.
0: Right, right. So, all right, it's it, it, who should do it? Let's start. Let well, yeah. Let's second point: who should do it? Why? What are the brands that would really benefit most from influencer seeding?
1: Yeah, I think to do influencer seeding, you want to be an early stage brand because ultimately the juice has to be worth the squeeze, right? The, the creators that are gonna say yes to this are not the creators that, you know, as an influencer agency, most of our brand partners are, are working with, right? So these are small, you know, less than 5,000 followers or subscribers or views per piece of content um, that, that's getting pushed out. So if, if that's appealing to you, to be able to connect with these smaller creators and win with like the nickels and and dimes, then by all means you should do that. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Every right. brand has been has been at that stage where you have to fight scratch and claw for that first and second and third customer. So if you're a brand in that spot, then then by all means go for it. Just know that it, it takes and this gets into some of the cons, right? But it takes a lot of time. But if you're if you're a brand at an early stage and 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 you think your story would be told very well by a creator, then there's no reason not to not to go forward. What 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 else would you say is a a, a reason that you'd want to do influencer seeding?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it is a way to actually test the influencer space and whether it works. Um, and and you can you can see this if you you seed it to you know whatever a thousand different small scale creators. You're small enough, you know, that you don't have a ton of bad spend. You see a lift, like okay, this 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 works. And there's there's something really beneficial because you know as you get bigger. And you've got multiple marketing channels it's really difficult to you know figure out the noise and like famously, most brands have fifty percent of their traffic sales, et cetera, come from they don't know where and so there's right. you know this this um you know constant uh battle between the various channels to say you know this portion of that's ours, this portion of that's that well. You do it early on enough, um, and you can tell, like, no, this is what the lift is, and you can actually quantify it, and For then sure. very reasonably carry that through um, as as you grow.
1: Yeah, and there's one other thing that I love about this, too, is that if you're an early stage brand, or, or shoot, even if you're an established brand, if you're seeding to a lot of creators, they're explaining your product to their followers in a way that you may not have thought about. So, when you're engaging with a lot of really smart creative people and they're thinking about how to tell your brand story, I mean, that's a great cheat code to say, well, how do we tell our brand story, especially for early-stage companies, like it's hard to it's hard to know that. So, I think that's something that's that's really cool a, about it. But Yeah.
0: The the other the other thing I would say and this is becoming increasingly true, right? Let's say you have a product category that is highly competitive, whatever it is, right? Um bigger brands have already taken all of good influencers right right now so if you're going to as you grow it's not like oh as soon as i grow then i will be able to do xyz influencer no they're probably already taken they probably already have a brand that you're working with you need to start building your own community of smaller influencers and as they grow you get to grow with them um but like yeah like there's there's a land grab with an influencer right now and frankly the brands that are not here already are going to be really having trouble three years from now um, because the space is just going to grow. It's going to be an ever larger part of everyone's, you know, entire marketing, full funnel marketing channel, etc. Okay, um, so that's who should do it. That's why they, they yep. ought to do it. It can be good. It has pitfalls.
1: It does. You, you got one. It does. Yeah. the right. I'll, I'll start with it with an obvious one, and, and this one doesn't, you know, get my hackles up like one we'll talk about in a minute. But the reality is, it takes a lot of time. And it is not scalable, right? I mean, right. In, in order to reach out to creators, you, sure, you can do it on DM, you can do it over email. It really doesn't matter, um, but you, you got to reach out to the individual creators one-on-one. You got to ask them for their address. You got to then ship the ship the product, which isn't you know, isn't trivial. And you gotta then follow up with them to either make sure they got it. And you don't wanna be a pest since it's free, but you wanna you know, continue to engage with the creators. And Then you have to try to find some way to monitor and track. And if you're just sending it out for free to see like, hey, who's who's posting and, and who's not. So there's just a lot of manual labor that's associated with this. And, it, and for anyone, my most valuable resources is your time, especially if yep. you're an early stage company, Like it, it can be tough to do that. So great work for, for an intern. Um, to, to be able to do just to you know, roll yeah. up your sleeves and make things happen. So yep. that's for sure one of the negatives I think associated with it.
0: Yeah. Another. I mean, look, it's a shotgun approach. There is no guaranteed content. You you are taking a risk. And if you've got the time to hustle, because it is it very much is a hustle, might be worthwhile. But just I mean, you're 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 spending very limited resources on something that you have you know, zero guarantee that it actually is going to do anything. Yeah. Um, all right. One, one last one and then we'll wrap
1: it up. Yeah. And this is the one that really gets under my skin about, about this is that it is for a lot of brands. The way they do it is they'll send it out for free and the creators will post about it. And then they'll be like, Oh, we found now the creators that work well for us. And the thinking is, well, we know the creators like it and we can pay them less than, than market rates to be able to push out more, more content for us. And so, that aspect of things is really misleading to yeah. to me, right? It's like it's one thing if you don't have the funds or you're not a spot where you just want to see if people will do it for free. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but once you see creators who have performed well, pay them what they're pay them what they're worth, right? Absolutely. Like, you, you, you don't Absolutely. you don't want to get the lowest rate. That's that's fool's gold. That's short term thinking. You want to pay creators what they're worth, and they're going to give more to you back if they feel like you're a valued partner, right? And so. This idea, especially with smaller creators who may not know they're worth as much, to try to pay them below market or next to next to nothing. You're fundamentally misleading creators. And that's not a good way to build anything.
0: Burn your own reputation before you build it within, within the creator community. All right, that's our advice. Thanks for hanging out. So long from Detroit. Follow us on social. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Marketing Show. Don't forget to rate, comment. And subscribe. For more info, visit our website at OutLoudGroup.com.